0: Hey guys, Jeff here from besttechie.com and this is Techie Bytes episode 10. Today I'm going to be speaking with Toby Milstein, the Director of Business Development for Joy, a company that has built a magical hardware photo album. We discuss joy and the importance of building a strong team. Enjoy. I'm here with Toby Milstein, the Director of Business Development for a company called Joy, and their their main thing is to bring joy to people um, through an innovative product. Um, so Toby, thanks for thanks for being with me today on on the episode.
1: Yes, I'm so happy to join you. Even though we had our fair share of tech problems, ironically, we're both in the tech world. <laughs> Here we are, got it done.
0: Exactly. You, you never can. Uh, you, you no. You know. No matter how smart you are, you can't escape te- technical difficulties. Sometimes. <laughs> I guess it
1: makes it a worse since we are in the industry. But.
0: But you know all- that that's the way the cookie crumbles of course <laughs> um so so tell, tell so I, i've known you for for quite some time through a mutual friend we met uh, uh who actually is also a, another person in the tech industry he's a founder of a company called open dns which was acquired by uh, a company called cisco you may have heard of them <laughs> um but this interview uh and this discussion is about you so tell me a little bit about who you are you know how you got into technology and um, and what you're doing right now.
1: Sure, so I am Toby Milstein. I'm from um, Westchester, New York, and went to school um, in New York City at Barnard College. Right after I graduated, I was part of where I um, rotated throughout the company and um, three of my products included Yahoo Finance, where I helped relaunched the Yahoo Finance app, which is pretty popular among the Very finance <laughs> Wall Street um, men and women, as well as um, launching Katie Couric's um, uh, position as Yahoo News' global anchor and really the first um, internet um, you know, news anchor. And then Yahoo moved me to LA to do uh, Yahoo Originals to compete with Netflix Hulu, whatever. I ended up not launching. I moved back to New York, and that's where I joined Joy, even though Joy is based in California. I have been now at Joy for two years um, as the director of business development, partnerships, um, assist with marketing functions, what have you. Um, Very different than a a very big company like Yahoo. Joy is a startup um, and have been there since day one.
0: That's exciting. So, so you've been you've been involved at Joy, um, like you said for since day one. Um, let's for those of you for those of our listeners who are not familiar with what Joy is, kind of give them a, you know an overview in terms of what Joy is and what you've built.
1: So, Joy is the first smart photo album, really revolutionizing the way that people experience their memories, their photos, and videos. More than just on a feed, but really the full story, the way we used to enjoy our photos, which were once upon a time in printed albums, um, enjoyed by families as they sat on the couch. Um, We spoke to thousands of people, everyone really not making photo albums as much and feeling like all of their photos were stuck and scattered either on their phones, um, in drives, hard drives. Um, sort of everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, And people really missed family time and missed having all of their memories um, in one place. And so we thought the problem was more than just organization. Um, Obviously, there are some pretty good apps out there that help with photo organizing, um, but we really wanted to create an end-to-end solution that helped not only with organization, but also with the experiencing of our photos. So um, we created a dedicated device specially made um, and built around photo and video enjoyment um, so that it becomes a centerpiece of the living room, something that people can always pick up and grab. Friends and family can come over um, and see your latest vacation photos or birthday party photos or what have you and... Um, it's a way for people really to connect again.
0: Mm-hmm. now so so when I so I thought I always thought the idea was interesting. i was when I first heard about it from you, I was a little concerned that um, you know that people maybe just weren't interested in creating photo albums anymore. but it seems like based on the sales you guys sold out of the initial batch of joy yeah. um, um, photo albums. Uh, rather quickly, uh, um, from what I understand. And you're currently, I guess, producing more?
1: Yes, exactly. Um, I think people like clearly have a fascination, obsession with photos. Um, We're taking more photos than ever before. Um, I think we're taking photos for a number of reasons, but I think um, human instinct always does beg us to document and to record and to really be a witness of a moment more than just experiencing it, but also having a a memory preserved. And because of technology and because we all have iPhones or camera phones, um, we have an ability now to always record, always snap photos. And I think the sadness is that a lot of people aren't really making use of their photos. and now with Joy, there's a way to experience the photos that we all take um, in a way that's significant, meaningful, and reminds us of why we even took the photo in the first place.
0: Right. Because I think, and I'm guilty of this too, but we've all been there where, you know, we take a photo because we, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful, like, you're on vacation. It's a beautiful, like, landscape photo that you want to save, you know, to remember um, or a photo of with your family or whatever at a concert, you know, you name it, and then you you just kind of take it, but you, you never, you know, you never go back and look at it really. You kind of yeah. forget about it; it gets lost totally. in your photo feed.
1: Totally, and then it begs the question: like, why did you even take the photo in the first place?
0: Right, right, exactly. Um, no, so yeah, I 100 I, percent I agree with you on that. Like, I I I, I do that all the time. I. I, you know, I'll take, I'll take this beautiful photo and then I kind of just forget about forget about it.
1: And I think like, especially I'm not um, a, a parent at the moment. And, you know, I, I certainly am only really taking photos of my life and my experiences. Um, but I think when you become a mom or a dad, and you have kids and you have another life to care about, um, it becomes so much more significant To document their life Um, so when your kids get older you have something meaningful to look back on and I speak to moms all day and they just basically tell me about their guilt and their shame and not doing something with the photos of their kids and not having a birthday album or not making a um, you know a throughout the years album and now with joy they feel so much less pressure um, because it's so easy to create albums. They don't feel like they have to spend an entire Sunday carving out time, um, editing or cropping photos or ordering a printed book. They have a very easy and simple, seamless way of taking photos, creating albums, and then experiencing them on the joy album like in minutes after.
0: Mm. No, I, I I uh I'm not a parent of a child either, but I do have two kitty cats. And, um, I, I, you know, we took, we took, we, Mandy and I took, you know, a ton of pictures. We still do of them all the time, just doing really cute things. And as they grew up and videos and stuff. And like, you know, we, we constantly are like, oh, let's try and find that video or that photo of them when they were doing this. And like, we have to scroll through so many other photos just to get to them. If we had a joy, uh, photo book, we could easily... Uh, create albums and things like that. Um, so I, I get the idea. I think that makes a lot of sense. I, you know, I was just, you know, as I mentioned, my original concern was, are people, you know, do they want to do that anymore? But I guess if you guys have created a way to make it so simple that, you know, you don't have to put much effort into it. And I think that's really the key, um, the simplicity of, of the product. Uh, one of the things, you know, I, I always focused on when I was building my company, Kaya, uh, and we were had a, we had an analytics product was making sure that the product was so simple and, and automated enough that people didn't mind using it. Um, so
1: yeah, so and I, I think, do agree. And I and I think like it really does boil down to simplicity. Um, sometimes I think we think we want more in a product or we think we need more in something, and the reality is we actually just prefer simplicity. Too many options can be really confusing for people. Um, and I think the Joy album being a product of um, engineers from Apple and Sonos and really having that ethos around simplicity and sleek design, um, it, it really does make a difference. And I think um, people immediately gravitate towards a Joy album because the design is beautiful. Uh, it's easy to use. They feel like they can... Uh, Gift one to a grandparent who might not be very tech savvy um, and just wants to enjoy photos. Like, Mm -hmm. let's let's keep it simple because it doesn't need to be overly complicated. And I think we do live in a world where we try to build so much. And sometimes it's just better when things are simple and clean and um, anyone can use it. I love seeing how, like, a young kid picks up a Joy album and intuitively knows how to work the thing. Mm-hmm. And That's it always also says, incredible. <laughs> yeah, it says something about kids these days too, which never ceases to surprise me. Like, kids really just understand tech and they understand user experience. Like, they live and breathe all of this from like day one. So it's incredible to see. Like, they pick it up. They know what to do. I don't even have to tell them how to use a Joy album. It's amazing.
0: That's that's killer. Um, no, no. I I think I think I think you're right on the money. I think kids obviously are more uh, are growing up with technology all around them these days. They're it's much more intuitive for them, especially if the product is is well designed. Um, you know, and I think you know they're probably they're familiar with iPads and iPhones and. Other types of uh, you know smartphone and tablet devices. So picking up a Joy tablet, uh, you know, photo album is uh, is kind of you know it just it just makes sense. It's uh, second special, it does, and it helps that the, uh, obviously you guys have built a a very well designed product as well.
1: Yeah, well, I think it also says something like a lot of parents are excited about Joy and excited about the Joy album because um, it's not connected to the internet really beyond photo viewing and video experiencing, like it is pure and simple, like a very um, beautiful interactive coffee table book for their kids. Mm -hmm. So they're never concerned about like their kids going on YouTube and like perhaps watching some non kid friendly video or playing games. It's, it's really a pure unadulterated um, moment for families to just connect again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, my brother's birthday was recently. They, they uh, I, have, I have two identical twin brothers, not identical to me, to to each other, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and they and they just turned twenty five. And my mom was going through some old photos, like actual photos that that she had taken and had them, you know, developed and printed uh, a long time ago. Uh, and she was sending me just um, she was going through them with my brothers, and then she sent me a bunch. Like these are like photos that from when I was like. A, a, a kid or or like a baby and like I don't remember these photos, but I'm glad that she took them so now I can look at them um and kind of you know and relive that um or at like, least live it in the present where I didn't you know don't necessarily remember it happening. <laughs> at, I feel like know, I was point.
1: I was sort of unlucky as like one of four kids my parents would be like, okay, like let's take some photos and put it in like Toby's bot Mitsu montage. And like I don't even know. I think like half the photos were my sister. Like <laughs> like that's just sort of the hand I was dealt being one of four and I I'm a middle kid so I sort of get it.
0: Yeah, you, um, you get the 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 brunt of that. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it also it's funny you've two brothers or two, you know, twins like I sort of feel bad for you. You're like the odd man on that one but <laughs> But I was
0: the I was the firstborn, so there's that to it. Ooh, um, yes, the firstborn. <laughs> nice. So, so I want to talk a little bit more about you know your act uh, that you know your role and what it entails a bit. Um, yeah. I, from what I understand, um, you know, you do a lot of outreach um, to build up uh, what you guys call the professional photographer network, yeah. uh, Joy's network.
1: So, um, another major part of the business is really um, bringing in professional wedding photographers into the Joy professional program. And that's um, definitely a huge part of my role at the company. Um, We realized very early on at Joy that there was an entire market of individuals who um, have been practicing their craft with very little innovation. And that would be the wedding photography um, industry. People who, you know, shoot weddings, either like, you know, five to 10 weddings if they're very high end or a million um, and just sort of um, doing lots and lots and lots every weekend. Um, But they've had one product, which is the printed album, uh, which is beautiful and great. And lots of people still love printed albums. I do as well. I think it serves a very different purpose, but um, we realized very early on that, they also want to innovate, and they want to offer different things to their clients. And some people aren't even buying a printed album because they could be thousands of dollars, and that's really a shame. Because if you have a wedding, you have all of these gorgeous photos, and then you see a bill for a printed album, which is like three thousand dollars. You're like, I'm not affording this. Like, there's no way. I just I'm... spent
0: like ten grand or something or more on a wedding.
1: <laughs> totally. So you're like, this is not what I'm buying. And then you are left basically without options for an album. And that's really sad. So wedding photographers have really taken to Joy um, and the Joy album because they're like, this is an alternative for people who might not want a printed album. This is an amazing thing to add to a top tier package. Someone that is spending a lot of money with me deserves to have it all. Or this is a really great option for a parent album. You know, like it maybe the client gets the the real you know big book but the parent wants to have the photos as well so um there is a huge market of wedding photographers who love joy we're building this network people who will be offering joy albums in their 2018 2019 wedding um packages and i think it's just so interesting to talk to people who like want change Um, I think people can be scared of technology, which is a whole other issue, scared about preservation, scared about how long any of our products that we build will last. And I think as anyone in the tech industry who is innovating and creating new products, there are people who are skeptical and there are people who wonder if a startup will last forever. Um, And I definitely appreciate that um, as, you know, a concern. But I think we are all trying to do so much to keep on innovating and creating products that really do change the way we experience um, our memories or um, other fields that people are innovating in. And, you know, it, it shouldn't stop us from doing what we're doing and, and offering more rather mm-hmm. than just being stuck in, in printed bookland, right? Like if that was a thing, we would never have the Kindle.
0: Right. No. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. Um, so t- so so you're pitching these 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 wedding photographers and 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 to get them into the, the network. Um, so that you know they'll offer the joy photo album as you know as one of the options. Um, Total. <laughs> tell tell me, tell me what that that what that pitch looks like when the first time you reach out to one of these photographers. Um, talk to me a little bit about you know what you say, how you approach it. Uh, and, and, yeah. and and also their their original kind of responses.
1: Yeah, so I'd say um, the way that we get in touch with them or they get in touch with us really varies. We've met a lot of amazing wedding photographers at various conferences. We just came back from WPI in Las Vegas which is the largest conference for wedding and portrait photographers. Um, but, uh, you know, on a regular basis, whether We get in touch with them over email or at a conference. Um, We are pitching them on basics of the product, how it all works, um, how we could help them make joy part of their offering, suggestions, tips, um, what have you, basic FAQs, things that their clients might ask them, um, and really try to acquaint them with the product so that they feel comfortable as a reseller of ours. Um, and can really speak to the product when they have meetings with their clients and tell them, this is a new product that I'm offering. It's called the joy album. Um, and we've seen amazing success. We've seen people who are like, I want to order 10 right now on the spot. Like people who know that tech is the future, their clients are millennials, they're savvy millennials on top of that. They want digital um, they don't want printed books. They don't want to spend a thousand dollars or three thousand dollars on a printed album. And I think the savvy wedding photographers know, like, you know, to be a good businessman in a very competitive industry, um, we need to offer more than less. We need to be on the cutting edge. Um, and they see us as a valued partner in helping them have an advantage over some who are. Truly, just offering printed books and not right. not much else.
0: Right. So, so, so you have this you have this network that you're building out. Are 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 these are these photographers also kind of like um, influencers in the space, or do you work with additional uh, and you know building out an influencer network for for the Joy photo album?
1: Um, those are basically separate um, worlds, though I do manage both. Mm-hmm. Um, wedding photographers are very influential. Um, they are also our resellers. Um, and we have, um, one joy ambassador at the moment and we're building out, um, probably a team of more joy ambassadors. One is Brian Marcus, who's a third generation wedding photographer, very well known in New York. Um, he is amazing. He loves joy. He is adding joy albums to all of his 2018 packages. Um, And if you want to get into influencer stuff, I'm happy to talk about that too, but um, right now uh, Brian's our joy ambassador. We'll hopefully add a few more people who are real um, evangelists of the product and um, adding lots more um, like joy professionals to the network every day.
0: So, so well, I was just thinking, like, while you were talking, and I've been thinking about this, like, you're, you guys could be like, we bring joy to the world, or like, you know, that's, <laughs> you're right? Because, like, um, yeah. have, yeah, I mean, like, it's- that's literally, um, I don't know, that seems like a pretty good tagline.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think you could have chosen a better name for the company, like, <laughs> ever. And I think it's a company name that makes anyone smile. There's so many different ways of utilizing that idea of bringing joy to the world, which I think we really are um, so it's a genuine sentiment as well as obviously being super apropos
0: hmm definitely so i i I have some familiarity with hardware startups I know that they're notoriously hard yeah um what are What are some of the things you've learned by being part of a hardware startup? You know, what are some of the main challenges you've seen? And how have you guys kind of overcome those challenges?
1: I think hardware startups are indeed very challenging. Um, I think everyone's hardware experience is different. So I really i have not done many hardware startups. This would be my first. So I really can't generalize about the category, but I can speak to My experiences, I'd say um, I'm so grateful for our team, Um, Alan, our CEO, Jacqueline, our co-founder, Joe Moak, head of hardware, David Lowe, who is really the manufacturing brains of this entire entity. Um, It's just not something you can pick up and do. Hardware startups require people who have had like 10 plus years in the industry Um, it's, it's just not for a novice entrepreneur.
0: You you see Um, a lot of these Kickstarter Indiegogo campaigns where these guys, they build like a great prototype and, but they have no manufacturing experience whatsoever. They have no connections to the manufacturing, uh, industry or know anyone in, in there to get the product actually made at a mass, you know, at mass, uh, scale. Um, and that's just one of the, you know, major things I think people kind of overlook, Um, when they're thinking like, yeah, we built this great product now we're just going to get, you know, we're just going to make a bunch of them. It's not going to, no big deal, but, (laughs) but it it really is, it really is a lot, a lot, it is a lot of moving parts. um.
1: Totally. And joy of course is more than just hardware, right? It's hardware and software. So we also need software specialists. So it's, it's really a, when we launched, we basically launched six different products at the same time, which was nuts you're launching a hardware product you're launching two different types of apps, one for iOS, one for Android. You're launching the operating system on the joy album, which I guess is the software component, Mm -hmm. like number three. Um, I can't wait. I don't know the other three, but at the moment, but we launched like, Oh yeah, no there. I mean, the product itself is very uh, its very intensive. Oh, yeah. The um, wireless charging stand as a mechanism to charge the Joy album is another product that was basically launched. Mm-hmm. It's also, we're the first company to have dual angled um, wireless charging that is smart. And so the Joy album can be on one service, and the wireless charging stand knows that it's on that service versus the opposite one. Right. Um, it's, it's crazy. And I, and I don't see hardware being something for everyone. And I think in the tech industry, we all say things like not everyone can do a startup. Like a lot of people think they can, it's not for everyone, but I'd say like an added layer of that idea is that not everyone can do a hardware startup, like at all emphasis on, on very few people.
0: Right. Would you, would you, I mean, what would, do you have any, um, opinions in terms of what you would say are the kind of key components you think that, you know, aside from the, the, uh, the people that were, you know, in, involved in, in the company, um, from the get go, uh, any other kind of insights in terms of what else is critical when it comes to kind of launching, like you said, a hardware startup, which usually, or a hardware product, I'm sorry, um, that that encompasses usually other pieces uh, of technology as well, like you said, software or additional hardware uh, elements.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's definitely the team, so it doesn't have to be like my team, though I do have the best team uh, in the world. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, you need someone who is a manufacturing expert and has those connections which are vital and very hard to come by unless they've been in that, world because it's a very insular, um, manufacturing community. Um, I'd say you need the hardware, um, or you need the software experts, people who really know how to build software products. Um, and then I think the obvious thing that I haven't named at this point is financing and having really dedicated investors and people who understand hardware, um, and are, veterans in the tech community in terms of financing startups um, and people who don't give up because mm-hmm. hardware is hard and investors are your best friends and allies. They can be your toughest critics at times too. But I think you need good investors, people who are true partners in what you're doing and believe in your values and your vision for the company. Um, because I think not having good investors just adds another layer of comp. Of complication that no one needs, um, I'd say we're so fortunate. We love our investors, and they get it, and they get what we're doing, and they get the challenges that will come up or can come up, um, and they're in it for the long run with us. And so um,
0: that is that is definitely critical, and it's and, and uh, so yeah. critical. And and one, of the, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned the the uh, the financial aspect of it, which is, I think you, you stated how it's obvious, but I think oftentimes you know it's really not because there are there are there have been countless hardware companies or, or uh, hardware projects you know whether it be on kickstarter or whether they raise money through traditional vc that that literally just didn't realize the amount of capital it would take to uh, to be able to execute their plan uh all the way through yeah um, and, and then they they come up short
1: so. yeah it's definitely it's a major part of Um, Hardware innovation. I mean, you're building a product from scratch and though financing any startup is challenging, like when you're building product, like physical, tangible objects, it like materials cost money and they cost a lot of money. And especially if you're a startup, you're not making batches in the millions. You're starting at a different level than Sonos or Apple or, you know, Samsung, like, as As a startup it it doesn't get um, harder than that. so I think you need you need investors who just are on your side in your court, fight for you, um, know how intensive the capital um, costs you know the costs are and are not going to um, abandon you along the way.
0: Right or flinch. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, like yeah. it's expensive. Um, some people can handle that and some people can't. And it's all good, but it's all about finding the right people, right? With anything, whether you're building a team or you're going out and pitching investors, it's Definitely. all about the people at the end of the day.
0: Right. And another thing you also mentioned there uh, before was about how the, so- the software element, you need people, you know, when you build a hardware product. Nowadays, a lot of times there's also some kind of software element involved um, with it, and and having people who understand how to make the hardware and the software work together kind of se- you know seamlessly. Essentially, um, there's no there's no company out there that does this better than Apple, um, and and I think that you know as a startup you know it's it's difficult to kind of lure the best uh, unless you have a really kind of compelling vision and idea and a and, and product that you want to build um so i so that's what I'm basically what I'm, I'm i'm thinking like you know it's helpful that you guys have ha, on your team people from apple and sonos um who have been there done that um and have experience in, in in you know creating both the hardware and the software elements
1: totally and i think it's um it's just like a team like in any sense like. We all need to be impressive to one another, working hard for one another. Um, and I think it, it the stronger the team or the stronger the individuals on the executive team, the stronger investor, investors you're, you'll find and attract, and the stronger the talent. Um, and I think there is amazing talent out there. It also just has to function as a family at times because startups mean your hours might be a little irregular. Like, let's be honest, very irregular. Um, <laughs> like, not at all nine to five. Like, not at all no weekends. Um, you have to really respect people at a startup, which it might be obvious, but may may not be. Um, you have to just, like, give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of the time. Um, and I think it comes with just seeing a greater, uh, goal and pushing one another, um, not being abrasive, just having basic levels of respect, knowing that like you're all in it together. There will be overnight or sleepless nights. There will be all nighters. Um, and like days of people not showering, unfortunately, if that's (laughs) sort of (laughs) like a launch moment. Um, right. could happen. I'm not suggesting I haven't showered ever, but, um, <laughs> it, like it's startup, like things are crazy left and right. Um, but things can also be calm and, and peaceful and successful. But, um, there's just lots happening at all times. Um, and that's the fun of it, I guess.
0: Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I, I, that's, what's fun about it to me. Um, maybe not the not showering part, but, uh, (laughs) the rest of it, (laughs) the rest of it's it's what's fun. Uh, so I also want to talk a little bit about changing topics slightly. Um, I know you really have an interest in fashion. Um, and I'm just curious, you know, on your thoughts between similarities between the fashion and tech industries and, you know, what fashion kind of has taught you about the space and vice versa.
1: Yeah, I think, um. I mean, I think the industries are related in that fashion, uh, houses, like the, the best houses, the ones that we all know, um, and think of as the high end or the most coveted, um, lines, um, first started off as startups as well. Um, and people who were entrepreneurial and wanted to create something in this world and bring, their perspective. Um, they're launching a product, just like we at Joy launched the Joy album, or any other startup is launching a product. Um, and I would also say that, like, um, like a tech startup, obviously, fashion is very creative, and you have to think outside the box in both of these spheres, and you have to be original. I think originality is often um, very. seen as so um, critical to a fashion company. And I think originality is just as important in the tech world. And I see more and more companies getting flack for when they're copying products or features. And I think originality is core to both. Um, And I think it's also this idea or attitude of being unafraid um, of being very confident in what you are building or what you're wearing and what you're doing and not really, um, minding the noise. And I think with a startup, you're going to get good press, bad press. Um, when you wear a very funky outfit, you're going to get good looks, bad looks, whatever. If you're a fashion brand, you're going to be creating line after line season after season. And some seasons are better or seen as better, and some are less successful, and you still have to grind it out. So I see lots of similarities, um, and I think it's really, what it really boils down to is like the creative, original spirit mm-hmm. of both industries.
0: That's, that, that's a great response. That's, that's, that's a lot more similarities than I anticipated, um, but, th- but the way you lay it out makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I and I can't disagree with any of those. I think you hit the nail on the head with uh, with pretty much all of that uh, so so i I really like that. that that one that one that when I was thinking about myself you know I was when I was when I was writing it out and thinking about uh, asking it to you and I wasn't sure what you know what the response would be so that was uh that was enlightening to me <laughs> Honest, um, I
1: wasn't sure what I was going to say either but I think um, that answer came to me. In a divine way. So I'm glad you liked it.
0: Nice. I know another thing that your uh, last question. Oh, this is, by the way, the last question that we're going to do until before we get to the lightning round, uh, which I'll explain when we get to it. But I know another thing that you're, you're also really, you know, super passionate about is giving back and helping fund worthy causes. Uh, what are, you know, what are some of the, on a personal level, you know, um, what are some of the things that you're really interested in seeing get more attention right now?
1: Um, I think the answer is really, um, or the question is really hard because there are so many causes that need attention right now. I'd say like all of them. So if this was like an SAT and it was like, which, which causes need our attention? A, B, C, D, E, and E is all of them. I would circle all um, because the reality of the matter is there are so many issues um, I won't go into my feelings about um, politics or or anything, but um, I think we're in a state of um, needing to help and needing to step up in a civic engaged way, and choosing the cause that that you feel is the one that needs your attention, or the cause that you can lend your skill set towards. And everyone has something that they can do to help a cause, um, and it's really a personal matter, and it's really what you think is suffering in the most uh, in the most dramatic way, I guess, in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we can all do a lot more. Uh, we can all choose to maybe spend some time caring about the causes that are dear to us or at least developing a notion of what we believe in. And I think as millennials, we have more of an innate sense of caring about causes and actually giving a shit, which is awesome. Um, and I think we have a very cool, um, activist spirit that, um, is genuine and we support brands that help the world in whatever way. And I think it's really up to each one of us to say, this is my cause, or this is what I feel um, very compelled towards, and just do it right. Like, I'm not Absolutely. here to preach or give a manual or tell you about causes that like I care about. But I'm just, I think we're all in a position of doing something and doing more.
0: Agreed. Amen to all that. I, I'm, I'm with you on all that.
1: Woo-hoo. Woo hoo! Um,
0: Woo. So now we're gonna, now we're gonna finish this off. Get into the lightning round. Um, uh-huh. Lightning round is. I ask you a series of questions, this or that type questions, and all you have to do is pick whatever one you like better. So whenever you're ready, let's get started.
1: Okay, ready. All
0: All right, here we go. Fashion or tech? Tech. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Photos or video? Videos. Would you rather have a jet or a yacht? Jet. New York City or San Francisco?
1: New York City.
0: Good choice. <laughs> that and that, that that that's it. Um, that's all the that's all the lightning round questions I have. But I, that's Toby, I really appreciate you you being on uh, this episode. It, it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun talking to you. If people want to find you online, where's the best place for them to get in touch with you?
1: You can always follow me on my Instagram, um, which is the Toby Ann. Don't know why I have a the, but I thought I would title it. <laughs> so fine <laughs> like um definitely feel free to dm me if you've questions or um, anything i can help with in the tech world fashion world uh, less so in terms of connections but happy to advise you on outfits if you'd like um and She's very certainly <laughs> thanks guys
0: thanks for listening to techie Bikes. Stay tuned for more episodes every Tuesday with awesome interviews and conversations about technology and business. If you like what we're doing, please consider supporting the podcast at anchor.fm slash best and or by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. Both ways help us greatly and are much appreciated. So thank you. Until next time, we'll see you. And remember, remember, take care of your computers.